Hi there, and welcome to another edition of the Odlum Brown Van Open Podcast. My name is Brian Weeb, Media Manager for the 2019 Tournament. Of course, the Odlum Brown Van Open is an ATP Challenger Tour event, an ITF World Tennis Tour event, and also a Tennis Canada event. Here from the restaurant at Hollyburn Country Club, day number five of the tournament is in the books as semi-final Saturday is on the horizon. And in fact, we could probably call it final Saturday as well, as we've got the men's and women's doubles finals coming up tomorrow. Uh, before we get to tomorrow, though, of course, we've got to get through today and a handful of doubles matches or, uh, doubles matches in semifinals, singles matches as well in quarterfinals on both the men's and women's side. And our player interview, really happy to have this guy join us tableside here on the podcast the number one seed on the men's side in the tournament in singles, Ricardis Barancas of Lithuania, will join us a little bit later on here uh, in the podcast. He, he joined us actually after his match uh, today, where he's advanced to face Go Sueda in the semifinals tomorrow. So uh, pretty awesome to have uh, Ricardis Barancas join us tableside. So uh, make sure you stay tuned for that coming up a little bit later on here in the podcast. There is one Canadian left in the singles field here at the Audlin Brown Van Open. It is 16-year-old Leila Annie Fernandez from Laval, Quebec, and uh, she was in action here today facing a player that actually she's played before now, Habino from Japan, and it was Leila Annie Fernandez coming out on top. And as is a custom, Mantar Bandel and Rahim Karmali, my two media assistants, have been catching up with the players after their victories here at the Audlin Brown Van Open all week long. And Raheem was able to catch up with Layla immediately following her win here today on center court. All right, Layla, well, congrats. You're into the semifinals. What are the feelings like after a win like that? Oh, it feels good. It feels good. I'm I'm excited for tomorrow. Today wasn't an easy match, but I felt like I played good and I was able to to, to fight through it, fight through the difficulties. So hopefully I'll be able to transition that to tomorrow, that tomorrow is not going to be an easy match, and uh, we'll see how everything is. There was a couple moments where you where where you had the opportunity to close out the match and Habino fought back there. What were the what was going through your mind uh, specifically on the shot where she had a drop shot and then launched one over the top there and you had to sort of regroup and, and get back into the game? Uh, well, honestly, like I knew she was a fighter, so I knew that no balls would be easy and that she wasn't gonna give me the match. Like no no match is over until one wins two sets and six games, so. So today I was just trying to keep calm and to, to fight through it, like I said, and I, I did that well and I got the, the victory, so happy about that. So next up you have Heather Watson, who's obviously a great player as well. Um, she's yet to drop a set, so ah. is, that, uh, does that, is that someone you're familiar with and have you, uh, what are your thoughts as, as you prepare to face her? Well, I've seen her play a few times. She's a great player. She's also a fighter and aggressive player. So tomorrow is not going to be an easy match. I'll just have to prepare well and uh, hopefully that everything will go well tomorrow. What's on the docket tonight in terms of recovery and, and getting ready for getting your mind right for tomorrow? It's a secret. <laughs> no, no. It's uh, it's stretching. They get a, get a nice cool down, eat fruits and uh, have a nice meal. Uh, for, for tomorrow. Now, I know I said we're going to hear from him a little bit later on in the podcast. This was a one-on-one sit-down with Ricardus Barancas, but Mantar was able to catch up with Ricardus immediately following his match and his win today on center court. So let's throw things over to Mantar and Ricardus Barancas. Congratulations, Ricardus. That was a very well-fought match by you. You lose the first set, but then you come back and you win in three sets. How did you feel about your performance out there? Well, really happy with my win today. Um, first set, as you say, it was really tough. 2-6, uh, uh, didn't really know what's happening on court, but... Uh, I'm happy I was able to come back and uh, twist the match around. 
And you have a lot of experience playing on the ATP circuit. Your opponent, Tanasi, he's had a bit of a tough year with injuries. This is the first time he's played four matches in one week. So did you feel as the match progressed that difference of conditioning and endurance was starting to show off? Well, you know, longer matches always show the conditioning part from each player, you know. I didn't really feel that he is uh, getting tired, to be honest. Uh, but what I felt uh, that I started to make less mistakes and that's how I put more pressure on him, you know. So, as you say, uh, he's coming back from the injury and uh, it's really tough. I went myself through these times uh, when I needed to come back after injuries, you know. It's uh, never easy, especially in the third set, you know. So... You know, this time went my way, but uh, I think Tanasi is on a good way, and uh, I wish him all the best. You're moving on to the semifinals now. Do you start maybe scouting your opponents a little bit? Do you watch some film, or do you just just go rest and, and just kind of get physio and, and prepare? Yeah, of course I prepare. You know, speaking with the coach, watch some videos, and most of the players we know each other here, so. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. Thanks so much for doing this. Mantar really busy here today at the Odlum Brown Van Open as Go Soeda, a player from Japan, advanced to the semifinals. In fact, he'll face off against Ricardus Barrancas in the semis coming up tomorrow. So Mantar chatted with Go immediately following his match here. A big win in the quarterfinals at the Odlum Brown Van Open 2019 at Hollyburn Country Club. Go, congratulations. You're moving on after three sets over Enzo. You played a very good match. How do you feel after that one? Oh, it feels great. And then, um, oh, I'm super tired. <laughs> yeah, you should be tired. That was a very long match. Uh, that first, that first set, you win seven six. You win the tiebreak. Uh, Enzo quickly wins the next set, and the third set, you rallied and won. So, kind of take us through the match. How did it change set by set? Oh, uh, in second set, I was down. It's uh, because I was tired, and uh, but third set, at the beginning, I, I, I changed my mind, and then. Try to be positive, and then and then his body's moving. Well, so. so you're moving on to the semifinal. You're going to be playing Ricardus Barrancas, who was the top-ranked player here at the event. Yeah. How do you feel uh, stacked up against Ricardus? Do you have do you feel like you're going to play very well against him? Yeah, because he's a great player, and um, I, you know I'm uh, nothing to lose, and then I try to do my best. And I know him in a long time, so you know also he knows me. A long time, so it's gotta be a good match. Yeah. You still have a couple hours left in the day. Do you plan on just kind of taking it easy, getting some physio, relaxing, or are you gonna be here, kind of watching other events, or what? Do you, what's the plan? Uh, I have uh, many pains on body, so I need to go physio a long time. So I wanna go to the city and town, but I don't have time. So after match, if I have time, I, I'm, maybe I'm going there. Yeah. Thank you so much for doing this and good luck. Thank you very much. She knocked off Canadian favorite Eugenie Bouchard earlier in the week, Tamea Babos from Hungary. She beat Priscilla Hahn from Australia 6-2-6-3 in action today. And Tamea Babos chatted with our very own Raheem Karmali immediately following that match. Let's go to Raheem and Tamea. Tamea, well, congrats. You're into the semifinals. How does that feel? Ooh, I'm really happy. Um, yesterday was a very tough day and um, today I played um, really, really good tennis and I know it's going to be really tough against Pri. We played already twice this year and it was one all, um, our head-to-head. So, yeah, I mean, it's uh, I'm really, really pleased because the way I played today was uh, um, very satisfying and um, it was once again a great crowd and um, good support. So I'm just very happy to be on this court. Definitely, you, you played great, as you mentioned. Your serve was really on point. <laughs> You, she really struggled. She didn't break you once in this game. How important was that in the, in the result? 
Yeah, um, I think overall everything worked well. I mean, I returned really good also. Um, she has a great serve, very big serve, so, and I could break her, I think, three or four times at the end. Yeah, four times, so I'm very happy for that. And yeah, I think she faced like two break points in um, my last service game, actually. So um, yeah, I was I was uh, really playing well. I think also this sweater helped me a bit because yesterday I was I was kind of tired um, with traveling um, always um, from East Coast to West Coast. So yeah, um, um, as I said, it's it's really great to be in the semis. You also didn't let her get more than one game in a row. How important is it to make sure that she doesn't go or your opponent doesn't get into a rhythm like that? Yeah, she's such an aggressive player, a great player. As I said, we played twice and I lost to her once and the other one was even 7-6, 7-6. So, I mean, I was expecting a um, big match and uh, yeah, I, it was actually. I mean, I really had to play um, a great tennis and I think even her, she played well. It was not like it was a bad day for her. But um, yeah, I played right uh, in the right way, good direction and um, used well my tactic and uh, my, my strength. So yeah, today um, she just said, like it was probably too good for her <laughs> yeah you move on to the semifinals now the what's the the preparation like for the rest of the day going into tomorrow do you is it hard for you to sort of uh, digest and and have that downtime or are you one of those players that relishes it uh, it's quite a funny situation actually because we're here with all our bags because um, I was actually staying um, in a house what I rented so um, we didn't know whether we we're gonna fly to New York you know or to stay here so I'm really glad that you guys have housing here on this tournament so um, I'm very pleased to meet a great family and to you know stay with them for for hopefully for the rest of the week and um, yeah so beside that of course it's uh, important once again to recover well uh, I won't hit again that's for sure I felt great the ball today maybe watch a bit my opponents if they're still playing and um, yeah have some good food and just relax you know that's the most important to for now enjoy the win enjoy the way I played and then um, prepare for tomorrow a bit later the tennis pro life hey, a little un uncertain yeah <laughs> uh, you gotta get used to it I guess and um, yeah but it's it's fun and I really enjoy it one of the longest matches here at the Odlum Brown Van Open on Friday featured 10th seed of Taiwan, Jason Jung, against Mark Pullmans from Australia. He's actually the 16th seed. 5-7, 6-4, 6-4 victory for Jason Jung, moving on to the semifinals. And immediately following that match, Mantar Bandel caught up with Jason to talk about his experience in Vancouver. Third time here at the tournament for Jason Jung as well, that marathon match uh, against Mark Pullmans. Jason, congratulations. That was an absolute marathon, a match that lasted over two hours and 40 minutes. How do you feel after that one? Uh, well, I think 20 minutes of that was that bathroom break after the second set, but uh, it was definitely good to get past this one. He was, Mark's not an easy player and uh, just want to try and stay in Vancouver longer. And you mentioned Mark Palmans. He's a player that has you know, a, a history of playing long matches, so he's pretty well conditioned. But how happy are you with your conditioning to be able to hold up, not just hold up, but also win in such a long match and a war of attrition? Uh, I mean, obviously, he's younger than I am, but I've been working hard off the court. So, um, I mean, conditioning's not really... I, I don't think about it too much because we've put in, put in the work. And I couldn't help but notice you do have a blog, and your last post was back in April. So do you think it's maybe due for a new blog post after, after yeah. your experience at Vancouver? Yeah, I probably should. I mean, I used to post a lot, but uh, I'll get back to it. How are you enjoying your experience here so far? I haven't been here in a while. It's always nice coming back here. Awesome. Thanks for your time, and good luck. Thanks. I talked earlier about now Habino falling to Leila Annie Fernandez in action here at the Odlum Brown Van Open. Now was actually also in action in doubles 
here today. And it was she and her partner, Miyu Kato, who ended up winning their match against Sharon Fitchman of Canada and Storm Sanders from Australia. Ended up being 10-7 in a tiebreak. So now Habino and Miyu Kato from Japan, they do advance to the finals in women's doubles. And Mantar did chat with both of them following their match here at the Odlum Brown Van Open about their victory moving on to the women's doubles final coming up tomorrow here at Hollyburn Country Club. Congratulations, you both played a very good match out there. Uh, you took it into a tie-break set, but how did you feel after that win? Uh, after the first set, I, I feel like it was so tough against play, uh, play against them because they played so good in the first set, but um, it didn't change anything, just uh, do what we can do. Yeah. So yesterday, you guys, it was the same kind of thing. Uh, in your doubles match yesterday, you, you lose the first set, but then you win the second set, and then you win the tiebreak. So today, when you went to tiebreak, what were you telling each other? Uh, uh, just be aggressive. Uh, <laughs> yeah, just be aggressive. If we miss, when we aggressive, it doesn't matter. Just, yeah. So you're now going into the finals. How, how happy are you and how excited are you to be playing? I'm so happy because she's the best friend of mine. So, yeah, it's extremely happy for me. And, and last question is, you two both really look like you were enjoying yourselves out there, having a lot of fun. So, out of the two of you, who has more fun when you're playing tennis? I think her. <laughs> <laughs> okay, perfect. Thanks so much and congratulations. Good luck in the final. Thank you so much. And last but not least in our player interviews today, another great match on center court here this evening. Unfortunately for qualifier Liam Brody of Great Britain, his Audlem Brown Van Open road came to an end as it was Maxime Janvier from France knocking off Brody 7-5, 7-5. And after that match, Mantar, see again, Mantar was a busy guy today running all over the courts. Uh, he did chat with Maxime immediately following that match. So let's go to them. Maxime, congratulations. You're moving on to the semi-final. How do you feel after that match? Yeah, like I just said before, I'm very happy about uh, what I did against uh, today. I played very aggressive and I was very focused all the all the points. And I need to, I have to be like this all the, all the time. I mean, it's very important for me. And then we, we see what happened, but it's good. It's always good when you win. I mean, it's like you, you trust in the process more easier, you know. So, yeah, but the most important for me is the process. Before the match, there was a women's doubles match going on, and I looked up and I noticed that you were outside of the clubhouse a good maybe hour or two hours before the match in your gear, kind of warming up and, and getting a feel for your match. So is that part of your pregame routine? You like to go out and kind of visualize what's going to happen? No, no, it's exactly what you said. It's a routine. I, I like to, to have a routine. It's important. And... Uh, and yeah, like this, I mean, it's easier for me to, to start to be focused on my match, to be relaxed and relaxed. Uh, it's a process, still is a process. <laughs> Your next match, you're going to be playing Jason Jung, who played a two-hour and 40-minute match. So do you know much about Jason, and how do you feel he stack up against him? Well, like, uh, like every player here, like every player on the tour, I mean, uh, everybody play good, so still every day, every, every week, I will play aggressive. I mean, I will play my game. I will uh, be in my process and then I will see what's uh, going on.
Time now for our feature interview on the Odlum Brown Van Open podcast. Very happy to be joined here in the restaurant by Ricardus Barancas from Lithuania. He is the top-ranked Lithuanian player ever in tennis and also a member of the uh, Lithuanian Davis Cup team and the number one seed here at the Odlum Brown Van Open. Uh, Ricardus, thanks very much for joining us here on the podcast today. Thank you. I know a really busy time for you, obviously. You played a match earlier today. Um, you're into the semifinals now tomorrow. How are you feeling overall in terms of where your game's at? Well, first match was really tough to get into the tournament mood, and uh, yeah, it was. Uh, I was down one four in the third set in the first match, but then was able to come back. Um, yesterday went through the match quite uh, consistently well, I would say, and uh, today was a really tough match to come back in the second set and win the third one against a really high-level player, I would say. And uh, you know, I heard that he was struggling. Uh, with his injuries last uh, few years even and uh, I know how it feels for him so you know advantage was on my side maybe today a little bit but uh, yeah happy that I was able to use it and uh, to to come up as a winner. I was going to ask you about that because you missed uh, a big chunk of 2017 a couple years ago with a with a hip injury Um, so you can sympathize with with dealing with the injuries how are you feeling now overall like health wise? Yeah I'm feeling better than ever, yeah. to be to be honest, honest, because uh, I think what's one of the main keys in professional sports and uh, whatever you do, I guess, it's to know yourself, what's working for you, and uh, yeah, as soon as you tar- start to figure out those things, that's when the results come, and uh, you know, this year I feel quite consistent, full year already, uh, eight months, I would say, so... Yeah, we'll see how the year will end up, but uh, as I say, I think experience, knowing myself, uh, knowing the things which are working for me are more in use now than before, so yeah, slowly but surely moving forward. Um, It mentions on your ATP bio that you like spearfishing. I do. Are there any similarities at all between spearfishing and tennis? Well, I would say maybe concentration and uh, to be patient. Yeah, those few things are really similar, but uh, I don't do it anymore as much now as before, like some years ago, because, uh, you know, I started to travel even more than ever. And uh, in Lithuania, we have just a few, few months a year when you can do that. With right, nice weather-wise. Warm, yeah, yeah, weather-wise, warm water. And, uh, of course, it's always tough to figure out the harmony between resting and uh, being professional athlete but uh, so far it works out and yeah sometimes I do it. Is the spearfishing uh, a restful thing? Is that a way to relax for you? Well, for me yes but there are some crazy guys who are diving really deep <laughs> yeah. and yeah it depends how much you put on yourself you know so yeah. Does it stress your coach out? No. That you really, do? No? <laughs> Um, one other thing that I, I noticed that you, you live in Florida, like a lot of players do, or you are in Florida, no? Uh, no, no, no. I, no, okay. This information, I think. I did live in Florida since 2008 okay. until 2011, 12, okay. so I would say. a few years. Yeah, a few years. That's where I was spending most of the time in Bolitieri and Saddlebrook Academies. Okay. And, uh, yeah, but now I'm based at home in Lithuania and... Because uh, that's what I was going to ask, yeah. like how much you miss home yeah. uh, if, you're, if you're living abroad and, and yeah. is that why you moved back? Um, partly, partly, yeah. because I also started to work more with a German coach, Dirk Hordorf, Reiner Schuttler, Janko Tipsarevich at the moment, you know, it's their ex-team basically, so... Right. Yeah, so spending more time at home, I would say four to seven weeks a year. Uh, okay. That's that's how much time I spend at home. 
you are arguably the most decorated Lithuanian player uh, ever, Davis Cup team and, and that kind of stuff, the, the first and only one to be in the ATP Top 100. How much does that mean to you? Like, how much does it mean to you to, to be a proud Lithuanian? It means a lot. Uh, I think every Lithuanian who ever reached something and uh, shows the name and the word Lithuania in the world, it means a lot to us because we're a really small country. But uh, yeah, we have a lot of uh, great things in Lithuania and uh, not only in sports, but uh, all over the place. So I must say I am, yeah, I'm proud to be Lithuanian. Um, you've made it as far as the third round in the Australian Open. Um and as high as number 50 in the world only three years ago you're you're in the top 80 now um what do you think needs to happen in your game to get to that 50 again and higher than that as i say continuously play 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 keep uh, keep the game plan and the fitness plan and everything without any injuries without any drops without any long breaks because so it might be health the most right Yes, exactly. So first of all, you need to figure out what's, is, what is working for you the best way and then start using it. So 2012, I had hip injury, which uh, where I had to make a surgery. Then 2016, at the end of the year, I found out I need again a surgery. Same hip, but different problem. And uh, yeah, now, now I feel like I'm really healthy, trying to follow follow up on all the small things uh, was happening with my body in a completely different way than it was let's say four to five years ago mm-hmm. and yeah, yeah how do you deal with that differently uh, being now at 29 years old than maybe you would have when you were 19 or 20 what do you mean in what way like how I, feel different? Uh, I mean <laughs> I can only speak from experience yeah I'm quite a bit older than you by 13 years um, is that when I feel sore back or sore yeah. anything it's a lot more sore at age 43 than it was when I was 19 or yeah, 20 it, so how about for yourself yeah I also start to feel those things of course now my warm-up is uh, twice or three times longer than it was 10 years ago that's for sure <laughs> yeah and uh, as I say you live you learn so you learn those things and the main thing is to shorten up all those preparation things you really need to know what is working for you right so sometimes it's better to make five minutes of uh, certain exercises instead of 15 20 minutes just going all over the place and okay. wasting energy yeah. so yeah but it definitely feels different than it's than listening different. to your body though right exactly exactly yeah. and then of course if you're very motivated and let's say 10 years ago you feel some pain somewhere and you need to play a tournament next day you say okay whatever it will go away right. so i did it many times like that and um, uh, to be honest it didn't work out that well so <laughs> now if i feel something i make a note and uh, and then i see specialists and we decide okay um one last question before i let you go um is you've got a, a semi-final matchup against go sueda um what are your thoughts matching up against go and going into that into that semi-final match i played him quite a few times already but uh, and i won and i lost there were different things happening uh, I think we know each other quite well and tomorrow just depends uh, who is going to be better that moment. That's 
always gonna take, you know. So. Which I guess is what happens when you've kind of got the book on a player, right? That you've played a, a bunch of times. It's, exactly. Yeah. Very true. You know, there's not there's not much that uh, you can study on him or that he can study on you. Exactly. It's basically how I'm gonna adjust to him and how he's gonna adjust to me and. Uh, then we see who is gonna be using it in the best way. So you got to try to throw some curveballs that maybe he doesn't know about yet. You know. Hopefully, hopefully <laughs> it will work out. All right, Ricardus, thanks so much thank for joining you. us here on the podcast. Appreciate it. Thank you, thank you. So a big match coming up for Ricardus Barancas tomorrow here at the Odlum Brown Van Open as he takes on Gosueta. As you heard there in the interview, two players very familiar with each other. That'll do it for the Friday edition of the Odlum Brown Van Open podcast. A reminder to check out all of our social channels. Uh, on Twitter, at Van Open Tennis, on Instagram under the same handle, and search Odlum Brown Van Open on Facebook as well. Do appreciate you tuning in here. Of course, the Odlum Brown Van Open is a Tennis Canada event, an ATP Challenger Tour event, and an ITF World Tennis Tour event. Oh, I should also mention too, if you're posting on Instagram, make sure you use the hashtag Van Open Tennis, and you could end up being featured in our shot of the day. So make sure you do that. Uh, again, thank you so much for tuning in here to the podcast. We'll have another edition coming your way tomorrow for day number six, semifinal Saturday, including two doubles finals. Should be pretty exciting. So if you want more information about the uh, tournament, of course, head on over to our website at vanopen.com. Thanks again for listening. My name is Brian Weeb, media manager for the Odlum Brown Van Open. Have a great night.